This is an Alternerd Reality Podcast. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, a podcast for all things gaming, all things nerdy, basically all things awesome. I'm returning host, Shoeburger84, and joining me, as always, is DeHooch. How are you, mate? Hey, doing pretty good. Oh, that's as good to hear. And also joining us this week from the Mixed Chicks Podcast, it is Tori. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. So there is no Hebrew Hammer this week. Uh, he has an incredible case of what Duchess can describe is just barbaric levels of thrush. So uh, all the best to him. Uh, hopefully he can walk that off in the next week. Uh, he'll be back for the next ones. This is our episode of what we played and what we saw. Plenty on the table. So let's get the shameless shilling out of the way. Uh, if you are enjoying this pod, make sure to tell your friends about it. Make sure you rate and review over on Apple Podcasts. And of course, join the Patreon if you got a few extra bucks in your pocket at patreon.com forward slash pod. You get to hear wonderful conversations off air like we just had. What did we tick off in that half hour, guys? It was like... Um, oh, man. It was a lot. So much. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. yeah. And the Patreon games as well has been quite fun as an addition. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good times. All right. So before we go into the normal we played, we saw, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, Tori, and your awesome podcast? Yeah, thanks for having me. I, oh goodness, I am a gamer myself. I currently am doing a podcast with my sister. We are Mixed Chicks Lifestyle. Uh, We talk about uh, current beauty trends, current events, uh, it's not all about us women. We do get a little nitty gritty with some of our favorite games and TV shows. Um, and then sometimes we just talk about random stupid stuff in the news and uh, just kind of chop it up. So definitely feel free to check us out. We are on all uh, streaming podcasts that you can find, you know, Apple, Spotify, a few others as well. So uh, feel free to check us out. Mixed Chicks Lifestyle. Awesome. And look, we don't really talk about beauty on this podcast, obviously, but what do you, yep. what do you reckon is the number one thing? <laughs> what do you reckon is the number one thing that dudes should know or do that we don't do right now when it comes to like beauty or taking care of ourselves? What do you think? Um, I would say nail care, honestly. Like okay. nice, clean hands. Like whenever I see guys with like crusts under their fingernails, like, yeah, at least for me as a female. I don't really care about your feet. That's fine. I know some men are like, oh, my feet are, I don't care. But like your hands. Yeah. Nice, clean hands, clean fingernails. That would be my big thing. Yeah. Good tips. I'm sure it helps out with like gaming mobility. Less crust on the hands means faster, (laughs) faster 8 p.m. boys and girls. Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to say there, Hooch? I heard you uh, chime in. I was going to say, every, now everybody out there is looking at the fingernails going, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't need to because I already knew I'd bit them off this week. So all good. Right? Yeah. No, I, live, I live with a lot of people who, you know, work outside and, you know, work on cars and like their hands, like they'll just go into the store and they're just like still have like dirt and oil and grease and stuff on their hands. And I'm like, bro, can you like wash your hands or like do something? You know what I mean? So I'm talking about more mm. of like the extreme. I mean, like crusty on your, like your nails, I guess that was, you know, shoot, people get that all the time, but just like, just dirty hands, like just wash them, just put lotion. I on, would like, argue something. that 
<laughs> I would argue that it's an activity is like a professional thing. Like, I mean, obviously mechanic and, you know, you right. know guy working out in the woods, they're going to have like filthy hands. But I would say yeah. gamers on a technical basis probably have the filthiest hands. Anyone that ever <laughs> had to clean out a mouse ball when that was still a thing would go, Ooh. yeah, we're a disgusting species, right? <laughs> uh, or if you own a mechanical keyboard, you've ever taken the keys off to clean it, you just go, oh, yuck, you know? Especially if you're as like a one hand on the mouse, one hand on cheeseburger type guy at the desk, mm. you, you will realize how much shit there is over your controllers, your mouse, your keyboard. Jesus Christ, it's bad. <laughs> That's yep. why I bought a uh, industrial strength air blower that you plug in. <laughs> get all I, that crap out I of I do need to get one of those because like I had a series of events yesterday where we went out uh, to the stores and I uh, was buying some nerdy shit, which I'll talk about in a sec. And uh, I put my daughter in the car seat. And as I'm putting it down, I'm like, what the hell, man? There was like, she must have had like biscuits in the car or something yesterday. And there was just crap everywhere. So as soon as we got home, like I got out the little vacuum, went out of the car, went to start cleaning it. Vacuum's got like no suction. So then I go inside. Have you ever taken a fucking vacuum apart? Like one of those Dysons and like gone mm -hmm. into like the in-between like filters and shit? It's gnarly. Oh, oh. man. It's been a yeah. long time since I've done that. Fucking gross is the answer to mm -hmm. the question. Gnarly. Yeah. And that's the first yeah. time I've wanted one of those air blowers. I actually hooch. It was hilarious. I was out in the backyard, scraped it all off with like a butter knife as much as I could. And then to clear it out, the only solution that I had was to use an extension cable from inside the house out to the end of the backyard with my wife's hairdryer. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently is a waste of using a $300 GHB, Chris. So... <laughs> <laughs> Like, get off my dick, clean it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse than the backseat of a car after you have a toddler in there. Oh. You could have stopped my. that sentence as backseat of the car, and I would have agreed with you. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, my backseat of my car is pretty clean, or usually until <sighs> I come, until I let my kids in it. I remember mom when I was 18, like going to university, uh, because it was like an hour and a bit from my home, for the, the transport each day, like the amount of food that I would have and just kind of. Like put the, yeah. the wrap or whatever it is behind you. And like the end of the week, yep. like on a Saturday, you're like, oh, Christ, this is not good. <laughs> yep. When I was yeah. in college yeah, and working two jobs, it literally looked like I lived in my car, but not in a good way. And I, yeah, I've been there several times where I'll like get, have people come in my car. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I probably should have cleaned up my car before they got in the car. I'm like, just oh, move mate. that off to the side, you know, just make room. It's all good. <laughs> oh, I remember yeah. like. Of that time, obviously, because you are, you know, uh, college age, uh, you know, it's just like, well, I can't take a girl home type thing. I remember one time going for shenanigans and like, oh, do you want to take this to the backseat of the car? And literally as we're getting in, I thought, there is no way this young lady is going to get into this car. And the, when she did get into that backseat, I'm like, okay, this chick is definitely into me. Because if you're willing to put up with that, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yours is just the best. Oh, man, I was, I was fully embarrassed and ashamed at that moment. Like, even I was like, I don't want to get in there. Well, I was lucky. My first car didn't have a backseat. Oh, really? What was your first car? First car was a 1979 MG Midget. <laughs> so what you're saying is one of your first experiences was riding a Midget. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm about it. <laughs> All right, Tori, kick us off. What have you been watching this week? Oh, I have been watching, I've been rewatching a lot of uh, MCU. So I probably have watched Endgame and Infinity War about like three times each. My husband's like, mm. we're watching this again. 
Um, and then just rewatching, of course, kind of going out of order, but um, some of the Thors. Um, I actually watched Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp for the first time. Weirdly enough, oh, yeah. I hadn't watched those. Um, so I, of course, like when you get to the part where, um, you know, he comes out and you're like, I was like, wait, who is, I I knew he was Ant-Man. Right. Mm -hmm. But I was like, okay, why is he coming out of a van? And then I was like, oh, okay. Obviously his daughter plays a significant piece. He went and saw her. I was like, oh, it's just his daughter. But I didn't really get the full picture until I actually Mm -hmm. watched the two. And I was like, oh yeah, that probably would have made more sense if I actually watched these first. But, um, yeah. So I've just been rewatching some of the, you know, Marvel universe, Mm -hmm. just kind of gearing up for the year. There's just so much content. And I caught myself with WandaVision being like, Ooh, maybe I should go back and rewatch some of this to kind of get more context. And that, that really helped out watching Age of Ultron and, um, oh, what was the other one? Civil War. Thank you. Yeah. Ah. Watching those two helped. Let me ask a couple of important questions. Number one, after watching Endgame that many times, do you still get tingles when you see Cap with Mjolnir? (sighs) You know, every time I rewatch the movies, just everything just makes me just, I, I just get happy every time. I just get chills, honestly. Um, even though I've rewatched it like a few times, but yeah, I, you know, it's one of those things where I don't think I could get tired of them um, mm. because I just honestly just love the um, whole aesthetic of that where, you know, you see them kind of, what movie was that one in? Was that Age of Ultron where they were trying to lift it, right? And they couldn't. And yeah. then you see yeah. him actually doing it in this one. And it, yeah, it just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It just. I love that good. throwback with Thor too. <laughs> I knew yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which was great because that means because that means Cap could lift it and he knew he could lift it, but he didn't because he didn't want to hurt Thor's feelings. Well, you are, yeah. you just opened the greatest can of worms because the internet is all about this debate that some people say Steve didn't do it. Others think that Steve either didn't think he was worthy at that point or wasn't quite worthy yet. But obviously the course of the next few movies, uh, you know, he became worthy. So I, I agree with that because I was thinking about that as well when I was rewatching Age of Ultron because I actually just rewatched that again the other night. Mind you, I've been like repeating these like every night when I go to sleep. My husband's like this again. I'm like, it's either this or cartoons. Take your pick. Um, mm. So Age of Ultron, when I was watching him do it, I was trying to watch how he was doing it and it seemed like he was putting a lot of like brunt force behind it. I don't think you could like fake trying to like pull it as much as the effort he was trying to put in there. But Mm. I I don't know. I agree. I'm kind of torn on that statement. Yeah. Mm. For me, I'm in, I'm in camp worthy. I think that, you know, because you think about at that time, um, did he, when was winter soldier pre or post ultra pre? Uh, it was, hold on. Winter, was it pre or, because, uh, Winter's Ultron was after, yeah, I think it was pre, no, god dang it, I really, I really want to remember that. Yeah, because I'm trying to remember, like, at this point, does he, is he carrying that secret about Tony's parents? Do you know what I mean? Like, he's probably got some things at that point, he hasn't got off his case yet. It no, is I think pre. it has to it is pre. Is it I'm pre? looking at it because it's Captain uh-huh. uh it's a Winnow Soldier and then both Guardians of the Galaxy and then Age of Ultron. All what? right. 
I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was after Age of Ultron. Guardians Don't come 2, at me. Guardians I'm on Disney+. 2. Plus. Guardians <laughs> 2 was 100% after Age of Ultron. That much I know yeah. for sure. Guardians 1, I'm not sure. Actually, I don't... Well, they weren't there. So I don't know now, actually. Because this is I in timeline order versus release order. Oh, so. oh okay. Yeah, no. Timeline yeah. order's a different beast, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Release... Yeah, timeline... You're talking yeah, about release order. order. Got it. We're talking about release order. Mm-hmm. But, but no, no, no. Timeline order actually makes more sense. Because it would have been those events that would have led to him either feeling worthy or not worthy. Yeah. Right. You got to factor that in. Oh, that's true. That's true. Um, And the other question I want to ask is how deep in the world did you go and did it feature the Incredible Hulk? Yes. So I skipped a few, to be honest with you. I skipped all the Iron Mans. I was trying to stick with the movies that was going to be more relevant to the content this year. Mm. Um. I honestly did not go back and like rewatch Hulk, but I did watch uh, Ragnarok because I honestly think I maybe watched half of it, but don't remember most of it. So when I rewatched it, Infinity War made a whole lot more sense in the intro because I was like, wait, why the hell (laughs) is Thor, Loki and Hulk all together? And where are they? (laughs) And who's on the, the speaker asking for help? Like, it just didn't make sense. So after watching that, I was like, oh, the light bulb just ding went off. So, um, yeah, I, I didn't really get too into, like, older Hulk, but more present. Yeah, I, that's the only Marvel movie I've only ever seen once was the Edward Norton's Hulk. Yeah, gotcha. I think I think I watched that more than once. Mm, I don't remember. I know for a fact I could only sit through Thor uh dark world mm. barely once well that's got to be the battle for the bottom right one of those two i i think it is hulk though you think so you think hulk's worse than dark world a lot of it yeah it's got a mm. lot of the old beats of hulk which was so sort of played out for me um yeah. in a lot of the comic runs alone let alone the couple of crappy attempts they've done at making the hulk um so obviously with all this prep work tori what's the, which which one of the marvel projects are you the most excited about coming up i'm actually really excited for loki um yeah i and i uh, yeah i'm just really excited and going back and re-watching <laughs> i was telling hooch this i was like oh so now the trailer makes so much sense because a lot of these I, out of my family i'm really the only one that really watches a lot of the marvel stuff so my husband and i um just kind of did a lot of recapping and a lot of these trailers that i'm now seeing are like clicking for me um so that was one of them and then what if surprisingly i'm actually really excited about just to kind of see what they do with that and where they go mm. um even though it's not kind of an, a continuation on any of the main stories but um yeah i'm really looking forward to that and of course dr strange but that's not for a while so uh yeah i would say loki is probably my top one right now that i'm really looking forward to solo choice though that thing looks fun as hell yeah and the the What If series, isn't that actually based on actual comic runs that they have? Yeah, yeah, on different so, things they've done. Because they're doing, yep. um, what do we got confirmed? We know there's going to be a zombie cap, which uh, yeah. I could take or leave that, to be honest. Um, they're Marvel doing, zombies. what if they picked up T'Challa instead of Peter Quill as Star-Lord? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing um, Agent Carter uh, if she got the super serum instead of Steve. Yes. yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so we don't know 100% whether it's going to be Captain Britain or not, or which variant they're doing. But yeah, either way, they have all been a comic run so far. The rest of them, I think there will be big surprises. And yeah, I think it's going to be a really fun series. I think it'll test 
the mainstream Marvel fans because it's going to be kind of you know anime ish. I was gonna say Marvel animation hasn't really been that stellar, so we'll see. That's what true. That's very true, and and then most of the ones they've leaned into have been very kiddy as well. You know, it's like mainly sort of Go Titans or terrible. You know, equivalent. So. <laughs> And yeah. for me, I never really got into the comics. So a lot of this with, you know, Marvel is new for me. So whenever I go and see something like when we had, you know, um, Cap, right? When he's like, hey, this is your shield now, you know, and, and kind of did the pass off, you know, that was like a mm-hmm. big moment for me. But for a lot of people who were, you know, more informed, they're like, oh, yeah, I knew it was going to be one of them. I just didn't know which one, you know. So that yeah. was like a big like, oh, my gosh, moment. So. Yeah, I will admit, actually, we'll wait to talk about this in the Winter Soldier episode now and think about it, because I was about to say something from this week's episode, which would have been really bad. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll stop there. What else have you been watching, uh, Tori? <laughs> um, I, <laughs> funny story. I actually watched I Am Legend for the first time. Oh, and shit. Yeah, I'm not a huge, like, horror person. I make this, like, mm-hmm. very clear on our podcast, and I... My husband, he like turned it on. Mind you, it's at night. I just don't even like watching horror, period. But then he throws something on at night and I'm like, why are you turning this on? And mm. as soon as it got to Will Smith riding in his Mustang in the beginning, I was like, oh, I know this is I Am Legend, even though I hadn't mm. seen it. So I'm about halfway through it and I'm attached to this dog. Oh, Funny story shit. about this. I'm yeah. so attached to this dog. Anybody who knows me, I am a huge animal lover and... We get to the point to where the dog saves his life. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm not concerned about him. I'm like, okay, I know he's going to make it. But I'm like, oh, my God, this dog. My husband's sitting here watching me watch this. And I'm like, oh, my God, I hope the dog's okay. He gets back to his house. The dog's on the table. I'm, like, halfway to tears. And he's like, do you want me to tell you if she makes it or not? I I can tell you if she makes it. Like, you know, and I was like, okay, just tell me. And he was like, yeah, she makes it. Just so that you can calm down, she makes it. And I was like, okay, so I'm starting to calm down. Then I see him start to choke out this dog and I'm literally watching him choke out this dog and pure, like, I'm just so mortified, just literally bawling. When I tell you I'm bawling, like I'm a big softie, I'm literally like crying. And my husband's over here with a smirk on his face and he's like, yeah, she makes it to heaven. And I literally, (laughs) (laughs) when I tell you, Uh. I was like, are you serious? Like, he's like, you just sat here and watched a dog get choked out. And the look on your face, you went from like, okay, to confusion to just pissed. And I was just like, I don't fucking care about this movie anymore. And I turned it off. I was just not having it. So uh, I finished I was to ask you like, day. which ending did you see? But obviously you didn't get that far. So no, yeah, there is, I, uh, uh, I finished yeah. it. I finished it the next day, but I was just not having it that night. I was like, when I tell you, like my heart hurt, like watching this dog, I was just like, yeah. oh my God. And then he just like throws the dog to the side. Yeah, it was a horrible situation. But um, no, I finished it and saw him sacrifice himself. And they took the uh, what was it? The antidote to or the or the cure um, mm-hmm. to up in uh, what was it? Virginia. So I did see the ending. But uh, yeah, that was the first time I had seen I Am Legend just because I never really liked horror zombie ish, you know, kind of movies. That just wasn't really my thing ever. So mm. Um, yeah, it was from like what, oh seven or something. So it's been a while. It's a while back now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google yeah. the uh hit, head on to YouTube later on and check out the alternate ending because they did film ah. it and it's it's out there, yeah. It's on the uh it was on the Blu-ray when it first came out. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I think we watched it on like Netflix, so whatever was on there, definitely. Um, that's the only one that I've seen. I mean, this was literally like 
this past weekend that I had watched this. So <laughs> I have to check that out. And uh, I believe the last thing you watched this week was the Justice League. Is that the Snyder Cut? Yeah, it was a Snyder Cut. And uh, I was getting kind of ripped for it from Hooch because I hadn't seen the original. And so he's like, now you can't go back and watch the original because the original sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went into it um, really not with much to go off of. Um, so, you know, just kind of was an open book and I enjoyed it. Definitely, we we took a break in between. You know, we didn't sit and watch the whole thing, but... I thought Stephen Wolf was a badass, um, mm-hmm. especially seeing what he looked like previously. Oh, I yeah. was very impressed with how he looked personally. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed it. All right. Hooch, what did you watch this week, buddy? <sighs> so uh, I actually, just so much stuff came out this week, but I did get a chance to watch the first episode of The Invincible Show. The oh, Robert how was Kirkman, that? The, uh, it well, it's, it's a typical, you know, Western animation style, so it it, it kind of matched that. But I think the way the show started was kind of interesting. But me being a fan of DC, going, hey, you ripped off that guy. Hey, you ripped off that guy. You ripped off that guy. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of similarities between some of the characters in this show or in this universe versus existing characters in DC, you've got your Superman trope, your Wonder Woman trope. There's even mm-hmm. a Batman guy. There's an Aquaman dude who actually is a fish. There's a Martian Manhunter person who in, is you know can go intangible and all sorts of other stuff. So you have those characters that you're familiar with. Oh, there's also a Speedy guy who's in red. So <laughs> right. I didn't. I have no familiarity with the with the source material, and I imagine that's probably something that already came up when the comics came out. With this show, I thought some of the the way they handled the the first episode and how the character comes to initial grips with what he can do, it felt a little bit too quick. I was kind of hoping they would play that out a little bit, mm-hmm. but then it got to the post credit screen scene. I'm not gonna go into what happens, but I left that scene going. What the fuck is gonna happen now? Okay. So it's, all right. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's worthwhile. Obviously, as I said, it's it's Robert Kirkman who wrote Watchmen, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. So who knows what's gonna happen? We all know he has a tendency. It's very, very. It has lots of blood, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it can get it can get pretty violent. And they say straight up from the beginning that it's a you know mature rated. So don't watch this with the kids. It's not for the kids. Which uh, which platform is this one on again? I can't remember. Uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Sweet ass. I'll yeah. definitely check that one out because I can actually get that service here. Ooh. Ooh. Whether or not it's been heavily edited for locals, who knows? Uh, uh, it's happened a few times. I have to wait and see. I also I also think it's it's supposed to be like six episodes or something and three are already released. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I haven't had a chance to watch the, the second and third one yet, so hopefully... I'm going to try to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> later this weekend. I think the but only I, thing that you've watched was uh, Winter Soldier this week, right? Oh, Winter yes. Soldier. What was it called? Um, Winter Falcon, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah, Winter Falcon. Yeah, I did also watch Winter <laughs> Falcon. Yeah. So we're going to do a breakout episode of that too, guys. Just so that way uh, people that want to hear us talk about it can. Uh, if you don't want the spoilers, you don't have to download that one. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> other than that, that was pretty much it for you this week, mate, for watching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too this week, actually. I had a very non-nerdy viewing week and I watched a fair bit of stuff with my wife. Um, so 
at one point she turned on that Mega Markle interview. I went, yeah, I'm gaming. Bye. So, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we're watching, uh, quite, do you remember that show, The Mentalist? With Simon, yeah. Simon Baker, the Aussie actor. I'd never seen it mm-hmm. before. So we're just, uh, we've been watching that. That's not nerdy though. So no reason to expand other than that. <laughs> um, so I'll kick off the gaming side of things then instead. So you know how I've been talking a fair bit, uh, Hooch, I know Tori, you've heard some episodes about the PS5 controller. That like, I don't know if I really like the, the trigger thing that they mm-hmm. do in some games, right? Yeah, yeah. I kind of had my, do you know what? This is actually a pretty cool idea moment this week. Um, with surprisingly, it was Avengers on PS5. Mm-hmm. I was playing at the time. Now with Hawkeye, the new character, who's definitely one of the, the better characters in there at the moment. When you are trying to get off like perfect shots, you know how in a lot of games, there's a like a visual representation on the screen of like the perfect moment to like let the arrow fly or parry or whatever that thing is. Yep. Remember last week I was saying to you that it felt like the left trigger was doing really weird shit when I was playing that game? Oh, no. That's what it was. (laughs) Wow. What it's doing is it's telling you the perfect moment to actually on the left trigger because you're holding that down to aim, right? And then your right trigger is where you're actually doing the shot or whatever it is that you're doing. That's Uh what it was doing is that basically it was literally like pulling the trigger in and out a little bit with a feedback mechanism to say this is the moment if you want to hit that perfect shot. I was like, holy oh. shit. Okay, this is pretty cool. And see, I've always hmm. been a big fan of the the haptics, honestly. Like, that was what I was super excited about, honestly, mm. of all things with the PS5 was that because I'm a very immersive player in the sense where I like to feel things. So mm-hmm. being able to feel that that pressure when you are, you know, with a bow and arrow or with a gun I mm. really enjoyed that. So I know a lot of people like you were kind of like, yeah, I'm on the fence. I know Hooch was kind of like, I'm not really a big fan, but I personally really have been looking for games that actually incorporate that more because of that reason. Well, I think it's more so just our age is showing because we've we've gamed without it for such a long time. It's not that we mm. don't like it. It's just that it's so different, right? Yeah. Well, for me, it's mostly, it's a fatigue thing as well. Not because... When you're playing games for an extended period of time, the last thing you want is a button or trigger that is harder to pull on a consistent basis because then you, especially when you need to do it consistently. So the thing Mm -hmm. that Tori is talking about is I play FIFA with her husband. And in the game, as your character gets, the stamina gets lower and lower, it gets harder and harder to pull on that trigger to get your character to run. Right. And when you're trying to do that constantly, consistently, it becomes a point of fatigue if you play five, six, seven games. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think that like when haptics are done right, for me, it should be like a feedback. If something's going really right or really wrong, you know, the ones where like in Avengers, it does it too much. Like when you're just running around, it's constantly vibrating. You're like, this doesn't need to happen. You know, if mm-hmm. I jump off a cliff and I land on the ground and you give me a little bit of a, sure, that makes sense, right? But just mm-hmm. casually jogging, it should be the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. Because I'll orgasm too quickly. You know, I need to just, just, <laughs> just build up to it, build up to it, you know? So yeah, um, that, was, that was a really cool moment. Now, I didn't think I would buy a much more nerd tech recently because I spent way too much money, as you already know, this year, Hooch. But yeah. I did. And I've now, I've pulled what I would refer to as a Hebrew, right? He was the first one to kind of have like all the consoles, that sort of stuff on this pod. And I did that last week. I've gone further levels of wankery, Hooch. Oh, no. I now have a gaming headset for my PC. 
I have the Pulse 3D for my PS5. Mm-hmm. And I now have uh, one of the new Steel Series for the Xbox. So that each oh. <laughs> each platform <laughs> oh, has its own headphones. Yep, that's right. I'm that guy, apparently. No, um, I've been reading a lot of really good things about the Arctis 9X, um, mm-hmm. especially for Xbox, because it's actually built native to it. That All you need to do is turn it on, and it literally just syncs with the Xbox. There's no Bluetooth thing. There's no nothing. Um, to the point where I had no idea this was the thing. As I turned the headphones on after it had synced, it turned mm-hmm. the Xbox on. What? That's yeah. nice. Oh. Uh, it doesn't even say that anywhere. It just did. I was like, wait, did I fucking sit on the remote again? You know, <laughs> uh, to get those sweet, sweet haptics. No, it was, um, I just, yeah, it just, it just what it does. So I was That's like, this amazing. is pretty cool. Um, I have to say it is so fucking comfortable. They have like this ski goggle fabric strap that goes over mm-hmm. your head that's like adjustable with Velcro. It is just like a hug on the top of your head, man. Like honestly, for recording, I'm going to find a way to wear that while we're doing the podcast instead of my stereo headphones for like Ooh. podcasting and shit. They're so comfortable. They're so really, they're, really nice. They're matched with the Xbox Series X, but you, you have to finagle some way to get them to, on to work on PC. Just Bluetooth. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, so no, just, you do it's just Bluetooth. Have... Yeah. So they're not wide. It's just you just got a Bluetooth. It's just a matter Got of, do uh, you know what the battery life is yet? So, I mean, obviously, when we're recording fucking five hours, <laughs> that's been a problem before is that whenever I've yes. gone to anything Bluetooth, it's like, all right, guys. So there's a, you know, I just, <laughs> we hit that moment. It's, yeah. So I don't want to have that. Um, the headphone, I have to check. Uh, sorry, the, um, the mic, I have to check to see what the quality is like because most of those mm-hmm. inbuilt headsets, you know, it's got that very sort of tinny quality, but I have to say like the level of bass, uh, the real, a lot of time when you have like a really good bass level headset, it's not really great at like really high end percussive sounds. Like they sort of yes. gain out. This one is just crisp as fuck. So I, I'm in love with it. I only bought it yesterday. I only played around with it for about an hour before bed last night. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to rapidly become the headset I used on everything probably but PS5. The way it sits on your ears as well, for me, mm-hmm. so much better than that uh, Pulse. I think the Pulses are just a little bit too small for too my small, gigantic yeah. uh, wing bat ears. So I, <laughs> I really love this thing. So if you do have an Xbox, uh, it is built more so for that, especially the Series X, the Steel Series Arctis 9X. So yeah, my first Steel Series product, but I'm, I'm very much in love with it. It's nice. Nice. So if you were to compare the two, the uh, Pulse and the Steel Series, you didn't mm-hmm. actually specify which one do you think has a better quality of audio quality? Steel Series, not even close. Steel, okay, not, not even, even close. Not even close. It, it shits on wow. it. But it is more expensive though. Like, so it should be. But yeah, oh, okay. it's, it, it absolutely takes a giant steaming, uh, as Xbox has been doing on, on Sony all year, really. Oh, um, Jesus, they Shit have. on it, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the Game Pass to PlayStation subscription comparison, right? I, it's it's yeah. that level of better. Yeah, I told my brother today that I I was like I think I made a wrong choice. He said, "What's yeah. that?" I said, "I shouldn't have bought a PlayStation." Should've Fuck, man! I mean, until we get those exclusives, I think there's going to be a lot of that feeling, right? Well, we do have Kenna. That is oh, is that real. exclusive? That, that's exclusive. That but are we going to get exclusive. for free? I mean, if Sony doesn't start giving these games away for free soon uh, with some sort of like equivalent membership, I think they're yeah. it, it may not matter because as we know now, mate, almost every exclusive that they've got. If you wait long enough, they'll go, oh, we'll give you a PC port, right? Yeah, and if it's true. not the biggest multiplayer game of the year and you're willing to wait, chances are you can just pick it up on Steam 12 months later, 
You know, that's just the way it's going for Sony right now. So mm-hmm. if they keep doing that and there's no reason to have that subscription on that platform, you know, they're going to die the slow death. Yeah, just going to be the way it goes. Now, Magic Legends is a game we played this week, mate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got the chance to hop on into that uh, open beta that they threw out there, right? Mm-hmm. And my initial reaction to it was that I, I was frustrated by the fact that you had to create a character, that you created a new character. You're like, I have to go back to the tutorial again. I'm what I call yeah. an altaholic, right? I will try at least the first few minutes of multiple characters if you give me the option before I finally settle in on which way I want to go. Mm-hmm. And in this game, it kind of made that a little bit difficult because you had to go through the same intro tutorial. And you can't process. skip that first cutscene. That you always pisses me off. That always pisses yeah. me off when you can't skip the opening cutscene. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, I'm okay with it if like if it's the first time you're seeing it and they want you to watch it. Fine, whatever. But once I've done it once, give me some sort of flag so the game goes. Okay, you've seen this. You can skip all this crap. Yeah, Fine. definitely. Right. Uh, once the game kind of opened up and I started playing it a little more. I, I felt that there was there was a there was enough there to build on something, mm-hmm. but it felt like it just just like there's a small thing I cannot pinpoint what it is, but it's it's something it's missing something to push it over the top to mm-hmm. make it super awesome. I did like that it was stylized and it wasn't trying to push realism for the visuals. It gives you some freedom in that to be able to you don't have to stick with what cutting edges and you can have a little bit of wiggle room for how things look and animate and stuff like that so you're not people aren't trying to go well it doesn't look great like no this is our our style of art and and graphics the effects were actually pretty good too the spells that you get were were cool when it came to the the different colors right i felt that there was a significant difference between the color types and their spells Mm-hmm. But they all wound up having a summon. Now, I heard that's something that happens with magic anyway, right? You have summon cards, so it's kind yeah. of like a similar thing. But that didn't, that part kind of was like, oh, great. Everybody has a small army or whatever that they can roll with them. Mm-hmm. Fine, whatever. I, d- I dug a little bit more into what some of the more, the mid to end game stuff involved and t- started, started seeing stuff about the dual color decks which sounded really good. The fact that whatever class you pick first is not the class you're stuck with. You can get to a yeah. point where you eventually have access to all the other classes. It's just you have to progress to do that. So that kind of gave me some hope too. Like, great, I can. I don't have to have six different characters. I can have one character and switch kind of like a job thing like you have with like a Final Fantasy fourteen. You're still just one character and you can just use that character. The difference is you have the decks and the cards that you have. This is the part where I thought this might be interesting where you have that card system where you create that loadout and then you go out and you can you you could use the two color combos. You could use two different color combos from what you started with. Like if you started with black, you can go, I'm going to pick white and red cards if I wanted to. So the, all of that stuff added together gave me hope that it could be something greater. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it, it almost had me, but it, it, the the quest the the um the quests were kind of boring but was worse was the voice acting yeah <laughs> the that voice acting was horrible oh yeah it's uh, it's definitely yeah. the beige of voice acting you're 100 yeah. percent right there yeah yeah very much so so overall i'd probably give the open beta in its current form probably about a six 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 point five mm-hmm. but i feel like there's promise if they just 
tweak a couple of things. Yeah, I think I agree, I agree with you for the most part. So to sort of point out for people who are big fans of ARPGs, you know, which are like your Diablo-style games, um, the way this is different is that you don't have sort of fixed spells. Uh, you have like a deck of cards of which you've pre-programmed. So you collect them and you put in like a deck, very much like Magic the Gathering. And then every time you use one of those spells, it kind of shifts off the board and randomly loads the next one in, like you're drawing it from a card deck. And that dynamic nature of that, I think, is the thing that makes this the most refreshing. Yeah, rather than just copying and pasting, you know, Diablo 2 for the 58th time. So that's good. Um, I will say that, like, these sort of games rely on one of two things to keep playing it. One is that the story and the narrative are so fun, great, you know, the personalities and the voice acting so good that you just want to keep going through and repeating that universe over and over for those interactions. Or number two, it's about the loot. You know, that's really what it comes down to. And unfortunately, the loot system is super weird. Like the cards come up, you don't really get celebrated for it. Most of the big loot drops, the things you get excited about, comes into my most hated thing on the planet, which is microtransactions. So mm-hmm. there is a big loot box system within this game. In the early stages of beta, it looks very much pay to win. There is kind of a auction house type thing where if you get one of these lucky drops, you can like put it up for these tokens and people can buy it using in-game currency. So I expect this game's economy to probably be destroyed in probably before open um, beta finishes. I, I really Ooh. do. I think these kind of things that early, you get some people that spend some money, they put ridiculous pricing out there and then someone will buy it. And then all of a sudden it's just this big knock on effect. So I think they've potentially made some errors there to really put off free to play players in the long term. If there is going to be expanded PVP, I don't really know what the end game looks like um the funny thing about the game itself is that my experience and yours seems to be quite different to what i keep seeing in the feedbacks hooch in that i think visually for an arpg it's one of the better looking ones to come out in the last four or five years like i really do yeah i could see how yeah and and again that's why i came with the whole stylized thing i like the way it looked one of the things i really noticed was the animation on the foliage yeah yeah, I think there's a lot of little details that are actually very nice. And I think a lot of these ARPGs are going sort of, you know, super cartoony and very different, but they, it's very lo-fi. You know what I mean? They're really sort of not putting anything out that you look at and go, oh, wow, this looks gorgeous. Um, so I think it looks very good. I think the animations are quite good. But uh, online, it's amazing seeing the feedback because there's kind of three camps. There's people that are saying it performs like shit um on like standard internet it seems to be if Mm -hmm. you haven't got a fast connection the lag is like unplayable which i didn't have any moments of that myself number two is it looks garbage and the frame rates are like 30 40 whereas i'm playing on ultra and it looks great so i think there might be some rig and internet dependency here in these early stages that it's not optimized yet for a lot of different you know devices or or chipsets so I think that's why you're seeing very divided. And then, of course, we have the Magic diehard fans that come in and go, this is not my Magic the Gathering. It's not a fucking card game. This is bullshit. What is this? A Diablo-type game? Fuck off, man. And, like, voting it down and review-bombing it because it's not the Magic the Gathering they liked. It's a reimagination that they don't agree with. It's such a fucking... Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. It's like, okay, it's not for you. Just walk away. Don't buy it. It's fine so i like it i think i'm probably more around the six out of ten at the moment um leaning towards the five and a half more than the six and a half just because i i do think there's a few 
there's a lack of soul of this game there's no real core about what you really want to do here and i think they're trying to make it about the story which magic the gathering for me it's never really been about that for this universe it's very much about the abilities and the combinations and i think the gameplay itself they do those combos really good i played the blue character first the magic deck and mm -hmm. um yeah it's been really good like all the illusions and and frost spells has been really good combos that they're all one two punches like you know set up this crowd control ability and then the next damaging spell it's like if they've got crowd control it does like a guaranteed crit so there's like yeah. these periods of not much happening and then boom 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 and that's very satisfying so the bones are there i just think it's going to need some work before it hits uh, open beta uh, open market and the fact that some uh bonus classes are already in the game and hidden behind that paywall and a randomized payroll at that i i don't love mm. that so we'll see so the only thing I have, and I, and I hear everybody complaining about the paywall and, and having to buy things and how it feels like a pay-to-win game. In my mind, if you have a PvE content yeah. game that's focused solely on PvE and the, the microtransactions are focused around trading currency or sorry, yeah, trading real-world currency for time, mm -hmm. I don't have as much of a problem with that. Yeah, I, I, I have... Yeah, I have a problem when it's a PvP based game. Yeah. And you have to and you get to pay to get an advantage over people. You don't have any advantage if you pay to speed up your experience or whatever. It's just yeah. that you decided that spending money is better for you than spending the hours it would take to equal that same point. Absolutely. Uh, so I had a couple of little games during the week of a few things here and there. Uh, but the big one that we're waiting for this week, you and I had a chance to sit down and play this, was It Takes Two Hooch. Yes, that was a freaking blast. Good times uh, that game, man. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, it was much better than I was expecting it to be. And it, uh, I know we always go on this, but it looked amazing. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I don't think you have to be like the usual graphics hall, which you and I are to really appreciate how good looking this thing is and how well they use the mechanics so far. Like I know yes. that there's talk that later in the game, they really get quite nuts with the mechanics, but we were an hour in. If you want to see it, just go over to the alternate reality YouTube. We've got um, an hour of Hooch and I playing the opening levels. Um, it's really fun. And like, you know, some of the moments we're both sitting there going, holy shit, that's pretty dark, man. Like, dude, the vacuum the boss, vacuum. Jesus, yes, holy crap, that was bad. We're like, oh, they're doing this, oh, okay, went, oh, really, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yep, 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 all right, here we go. <laughs> what is that game rated? I didn't even like look too much into that. Uh, I think it's uh, it's not like hard R or anything like that, or whatever right. that equivalent is. Um, it, just because the it's it, you can always get away with these things when it's like animated and it's not blood like i mean if you're smashing right. a vacuum to pieces or you know i won't spoil it for what happens to the vacuum in this particular instance it's a vacuum cleaner do you know what i mean like you can only right. stylizely mur uh, murder a, a vacuum cleaner in, in so many ways yeah it's and none of them are going to be you know at that level that people are going to say this is too much so but in a way, both of us were still like, holy shit, this is big. So yeah, yeah I think a lot of the dialogue in the in the early setup phases are pretty cheesy, especially that fucking Book of Love dude. The goddamn book. <laughs> the yeah. book was annoying. <laughs> Which we're debating for like the first 20 minutes. Is he French? Is he Spanish? And then obviously he is Spanish. So yeah, yeah. He, he, the he gameplay is awesome. I, I think this is probably the best use of co-op I've seen in a very long time because it's truly co-op. 
Like you cannot yes. succeed if you are not working together. And that second boss fight, I I haven't had a boss mechanic that kind of twitchy for a long time in a good way. Yeah, that was actually pretty fun to just like we were like, oh no, you got to time that perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was really good. I, I can't stress enough how good this game is. And the best idea or the coolest thing about it for me. I, I was nervous when it was like, you have to play it with someone. Like, you cannot yeah. play this game by yourself. I'm like, ugh, okay. Yeah. Um, but then it says, okay, well, when you buy the game, uh, you get a, a free pass for a friend. Now, as we learned during the week, it's not just one free pass. It's just this one friend at a time. So let's say mm -hmm. I'm playing through, I'm playing through with you. You say, oh, hey, man, I've got to go on holidays for a week. If that's where you used your free pass, you'd be pissed off, right? So yeah. what happens is you can say, okay, well, you cancel the pass from your side, or it might be my side, I'm not too sure. And then basically, yeah, I can keep playing the game with someone else. I just send them the link. They download the free pass from the store first, the free pass version, uh, which I think it's called a demo, isn't it? Yeah, it's actually called a demo. Trial version. Trial version is what it's called. Yeah, now we did it on PC, and we found it hilarious that because uh, I, I bought it on Origin, and yet when I sent the link to Hooch, he couldn't do it through Origin. So we had to actually get this EA demo from Steam, not the native platform that it actually came from, uh, to get this thing to work. But after that, it was pretty seamless. Yeah, it, that just, just the initial trying to get in and get the game started was the most frustrating part. But it, you're right. It's like, why do I have to go to Steam? Yeah. to download the game for ea that actually i had to go back and start up and link my steam account to my origin account <laughs> I know. and go back into origin like, what are you guys doing there was there was more steps than there should have been yeah and that's why i'm curious to see how this works on console now because i would imagine if it's that rough on pc it must be weird as fuck on consoles i don't know i think it might be easier on consoles because you're in a you're in a closed environment yeah well just because there's so many there's like different versions too like i mean this one's yeah. okay because it's i don't think there is a ps5 or xbox x version it's just the sony or the the xbox but i mean you yeah. think about it, if it wasn't you'd be like do you want the ps5 version do you want the ps4 do you want the ps5 demo do you want the ps4 demo do you want to be like <laughs> there'd be what fucking drop down box am i doing here so yeah i i don't know i haven't done the console one um when hebrew is back on deck he and i are going to spend some time playing it on the uh, playstation but I really do. My only regret now is that I didn't buy it on Sony or um, Xbox because that I, I think this is a game I'd love to just take downstairs and uh, and get uh, my wife involved because I think this is a game that she would really enjoy playing. That's what I'm trying yeah. to do is get my husband involved because we don't play a lot of games together. He plays like strictly FIFA and I'm basically everything else in the book so it's okay I to say literally... he's not a gamer that's fine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love it no i'd be whooping his ass in some of the games that he'll hop on with me and play and i'm like are you sure you want to play with me like i can't really beat him yeah. at too much outside of video games so i talk major trash when we do play together but i'm trying to get him to play this with me because this is something that's kind of i'm hoping in between where you know it's not super technical like some of the you know, games that I play to where mm. he's like, what fucking buttons am I pushing, you know? So uh, yeah. is it something that you think that he'd be able to pick up without really having too much? I well, think, yeah, it? I think the basic skills, are, I mean, he's he's a FIFA player. So, I mean, pointing in a direction right. and running, I mean, he's got 90% <laughs> of the game 
down right, right. there. You know, I mean, and then instead of a ball, he's throwing a nail. So I think he's going to be okay. There's a lot of translational skills, but I, I, this right. like my wife is the opposite of a gamer. Like, I mean, she sat down and like loved watching me play the Bioshock series. Like, she loved the story of that so much that she literally just sat there and said. Um, I'm like, oh, what do you want to watch? He's like, oh, you can play Bioshock if you want. I want to find out what happens next. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm marrying this chick, you know. Um, but then, like, she's like, uh, I said, would well, you want to play it? And you know how with like those sort of games that you know, left analog is the looking around and the right oh, analog yep. is the moving. <laughs> she's just like, I, I, what? You know, it's like running into walls, like she's lagging or something. I'm like, just, just no, no, babe, just turn the. Uh, do, you, do you want me to help you? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was that kind of, she's not a gamer in that aspect, but I think with this, this kind of platformer, I think she'd love it. So, and, yeah. and the story, I mean, cause it does have that kind of, this is not the part I love about the most, but it's kind of the, you know, it's a, it's a therapy for a couple falling apart. I think her social worker brain would go, I fucking love this. So I think there's something in this game for just about everyone Except for like people are just like, oh, I only play COD. I think those kind of people, right. are, you know, probably not love it. But I think this is a really well done game. And I can't wait to see all the other little puzzles and boss fights and shit that they do. Because it looks rad. Yeah, it's really, really fun. Can't recommend that I, enough right now. I, I got to say this much, though. It's it's nerve wracking enough trying to play a game where you have to be co-op and be in the same uh, page. But it's even more so when you know you're recording it and people are going to be watching it and judging you. <laughs> so you're like, oh my God. Well, welcome to content creation. I mean, yes. you could have the perfect play. There's still going to be some dickhead in comments going, oh, you missed this at like four minutes, 56. I would have done that. Like, okay, sh link me your video, dipshit. I don't care. <laughs> you know, there's always, always that one guy. So yeah, yeah. Welcome aboard, man. Is that your first ever YouTube video? I actually didn't ask. No, I mean, there were several times where you were streaming and I'd hopped in with you, but I guess that would be the first two, first actual recorded YouTube video. Oh, shit, son. Oh, pop the cherry. Pop the cherry. Yeah, well, I'm, just, I'm just so sad that, uh, you know, obviously it's going to get maybe 200 views. So, uh, yeah. ah, there you go. Yep. Because okay my shitty thumbnail is what happens when everyone else is off and I get left to do the thumbnail. Looks <laughs> like shit. Uh,. Hey, yeah. it was better than my first attempt at a brand. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Pikes <laughs> got you the new one now. All right, so that's pretty yeah. much all I played this week. I bought Monster Hunter Rise uh, yesterday as well. Um, <laughs> actually, weird experience. I should talk about this. So I went into the gaming shop and uh, and I said, oh, hey, I can't see Monster Hunter Rise on the shelf. And the guy's like, oh, uh, one second, sir. I went off, talked to a guy. That guy went off, talked to a guy. That guy said, one second, sir. Walked out the front of the store and got on the phone and then came back in and they said, oh, okay, just one moment, sir. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And the guy goes out the back, um, like opens the box um, that all the games came in. Cause apparently they're not supposed to release it until like that night. So oh. uh, yeah, basically they said, oh, sir, can we take a photo of you? And I went, what? I was like, I didn't steal anything. This is just fat <laughs> under my shirt. Right? And he's like, no, no, no. You're probably the first person in the UAE to buy this game. So we want to basically put this on our social media. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Why not? So yeah, I had to stand there <laughs> posing with my mask and my um, uh, Infinity Gauntlet cap uh, while I was buying um, Monster Hunter Rise. So yeah. Nice. It's documented and I still haven't played it. So, <laughs> uh, uh, But I will. I wasn't going to buy that game, but you kind of talked me into it, Hooch. Well, I, I, I had, I mean, I did play the demo and I had mm. a lot of positive feedback for the demo. Well, things like you got the, you got a, a dog that you can ride. So it speeds your way 
mm-hmm. through traversing through the the area. You still have your palico. You have a a bird with you now too. Mm-hmm. There's so many things they've added to this freaking game. And then of course there's I can't remember the name of it, but like you have a um, silk riding ability where you can throw a bug out and then it'll it'll actually allow you to go vertical now. Oh, for a okay. Lot of stuff. And then you can actually tie up some of the monsters and ride them and get them to fight other monsters or get them to charge into uh, obstacles and things to, to do more damage to them. So there's a lot of layers to what they have in this game. I picked it up and I played about 10 minutes of it. I still have not gone on an actual monster hunt because everything nerdy and gaming decided to drop today. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the homework is getting in the way of like actually just enjoying games at the moment. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, the reviews for this have been fantastic. Like, I mean, as far as like one of the launches go, this has been pretty big so far. So yeah, Metacritic stores are really high. Critics and fans alike in the first day are just like, this is actually really, really good. So yeah, I got high hopes. Uh, anything else you played this week, Hooch? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> I actually, I'll get, I'll get into what we're laughing about in a second. But so we'll go into it later with the gaming things, but I watched the indie showcase for Xbox today and that got me thinking like what sort of indie games had I not tried? Mm -hmm. So I just jumped on the Xbox, the PC game pass and just saw some stuff. And I came across a game called cyber shadow, which is a side scroller ninja cyber ninja game. That is Metroid meets Castlevania, I guess. So it has your typical, uh, traversing through the levels you're jumping and killing and shooting or jumping and slicing things whatever it's got 80s style music it feels like it was just pulled from the nes so it's got a nice little retro feel to it and it it, it includes even the you get hit and it makes your guy fall back or jump backwards so you can have plenty of times where you're like oh i would have made that jump had i not gotten hit by that thing and got mm-hmm. bumped back and fell into a fucking pit so it's got that love that lovely level of frustration. Right. Okay. But what but what I gleaned from it was, you know what, there's a bunch of games out there that I haven't tried either because they're just haven't gotten that triple A notoriety or I just haven't dug deep enough mm-hmm. into the well. So I kind of made myself a little bit of a goal to try and go like each week and because I've got the game pass. So try and find a new indie game to to pick up and, and try and play and see how that goes. That's a fun idea. I'd love to have like a uh a section of just basically like well, the indie corner because I mean Hebrew is not using Hebrew's mobile corner we might as well just delete that segment from the fucking show so yeah <laughs> why not? that's a great idea I like it mm, see great minds think alike <laughs> yeah that's no, good and uh, was that it for you for the week no uh, <laughs> I decided to, for shits and giggles I was going to pick up GTA 5 uh, online and try it because I hadn't tried it in a very long time mm-hmm. and uh, a conversation I was having with someone else kind of kind of got me thinking like yeah what's that look like nowadays let me go back and try and play that mm-hmm. and we have uh, a, a discord chat that we keep going as we're just kind of working throughout the day so uh, <laughs> I took a little bit of a break and, and fired that game up and I am a certified psychopath <laughs> Okay. Because Literally. <laughs> I had entirely too much fun killing random citizens. Right. How many and hookers did you beat to death in in your first couple hours online? I don't know how many of them were hookers, but pretty much anybody right. that got in my way was murdered. Jesus. So you <laughs> the cops just constantly on you. 
Oh, yeah. At one point, I'm running through with a crowbar going, you get a crowbar. And here's a crowbar for you. Oh, you look at me funny. Crowbar. <laughs> well, I'm that's his role playing as uh, Joker and just envisioning yes. the world as Jason Todd. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm throwing grenades in the middle of the street, blowing up a bunch of stuff. I hijacked a helicopter at one point, but then crashed it. So I had to land it in the middle of an intersection. <laughs> yes. And as the car piled up behind it in traffic, I just tossed a grenade in it. And they all took off and ran. Again, this entire time I'm playing this game, I'm cackling like a madman. Commenting the <laughs> and, whole and, thing. Commentating. It was yes. it was great. Yes. Tori was listening the whole time, just going, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm having entirely too much fun with this game. I, I think the pinnacle was we were playing online and some guy rolled up on me. My character's female. I always play female characters. And he's like, hey, get in the car. So I hopped in the car. And in Spanish, he goes, uh, donde chica? Right. Where am I going? And I, I jokingly said to Tori, I was like, I'm going to say a key and jump out the car. <laughs> and, then <I> did. <laughs> and then he got mad and ran, and ran me over. Uh-huh. And I was like, why did you run me over? And his response was, tu eres mi puta. And I'm like, oh, I am not your bitch. Oh, oh, no, no, no. So I hit him with a rocket launcher. And then he spent the next few minutes sniping me whenever I respawn. It was that kind of interaction. We didn't do a single freaking event or anything like mm-hmm. that. But it was just that kind of interaction that, okay, now I see why so many people play GTA online and why it's survived for so freaking I was about to say, so yeah. to me, all I'm hearing is nothing has changed in GTA online since it came out with the PS4 launch, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nothing nothing has changed. It's still people, 16 people jump running around acting like idiots. <laughs> yeah, it's just griefing 101. That's all that thing yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. Well, they have a ghosting mechanic now where if somebody griefs you several times, you can ghost them in order to be able to get away. Right, so they can't, okay. They can't I, see, see I, I would love more of a haunted mechanic. Do you know what I mean? Like if someone is really, <laughs> if there was like a power differential, you could just like, as he's driving around, just like reach across and just like turn the car off. Like just, just be able to fuck with someone like on that level, you know, or they yeah. like keep the brakes on or whatever. That'd be awesome. Yeah. My, my retaliation of choice was a rocket launcher up their ass. Yeah, there were, nice. there were there were a couple of guys that that got that. <laughs> yeah, one almost yeah. got it today when I was just sitting there. I was literally uh, in chatting with Hooch in our Discord, and I'm in the menu just looking at the map. You know, I hadn't really hopped on because you know he kind of got me into it. So I was like, okay, let me hop back on there. You know, pull my character back up. And I'm sitting there in the menu, and next thing you know, it's like wasted. So and so sniped you. I said, and I just went off. I was like, this is why I don't play this shit online. <laughs> Like, I'd been on it for, like, two minutes. He's like, what are you playing? What is going on? I'm like, I'm playing GTA. And he was like, oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> I was not happy. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I've been a long time since I've jumped in at GTA at all. I never really spent much time in GTA Online or Red Dead Online or that sort of stuff. But it's still wildly popular. Obviously, to the point that, you know, those guys just feel like they never have to release a video game ever again, apparently because yeah where the fuck is gta 6 oh they're not gonna do gta 6 because gta 5 is making them a ton of money see th- yeah here's the, the one thing i was looking at also i was curious because uh, the conversation i was having was about how did this game last so long when like you pay to play the game but then what's keep what's keeping people playing the online and i realized mm-hmm. you can still pay they can pay right everything is done through in-game currency Right, you buy guns, weapons, properties, cars, whatever, mm-hmm. all through in-game currency. So their monetization is you pay for in-game currency. You give us real money, we give you fake money. 
Mm-hmm. Use fake money in the game. Like, this is amazing. It's like slot machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing I never could quite understand at my previous job, why people would pay real money to play fake slot machines. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, microtransactions have made just a bit of cash over the last couple of years. So it seems to be the thing. Now, Tori, you spent some time uh, in Shadows of Mordor this week. Yeah, I did. Um, I've actually really enjoyed it. It's not, I mean, it's sort of like my typical game, but a little bit different. Um, I've noticed that it's not a looter, which is usually what I'm used to. I found myself like walking up to bodies, like, where's my shit? But um, I caught onto that very quickly. (laughs) This is not that game. And um, yeah, the mechanics of it are really nice. I, I was telling Hooch that there was a couple little things that just kind of like irked me a little bit. Um, on how you can choose a different skin, but your voice is still the same. And then mm-hmm. in the cutscenes, you still are like the original Italian, which kind of just yeah. bugged me a little bit because I, I mean, it, I chose the only female character. Um, so I'm like switching between like male and female and it caught me off guard at first. And then I was like, ah, I see what's happening here. Um, but other than that, like the mechanics of it, just kind of transitioning from one, person or i guess uh not really a person but um one orc to the next and just how seamless it was and i found myself like when i was playing assassin's creed it was the same type of Mm -hmm. like kill scenes over and over and over and over again depending on who you were defeating whereas with this it's a little bit different each time which i really enjoyed it felt a little bit more realistic when you're parrying and you know, you can kind of jump over them and just different little things here and there where I was like, I really like this. And the story, the cutscenes kind of felt more like a movie. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the the music kind of played a piece into, you know, what was actually going on in the conversation and, you know, things like that. So I, I'm, I've been really sucked into it. I haven't played too much of it. Um, I'm probably about like, it's maybe like five hours in or something like that. So I'm not like... a crazy mm-hmm. far but uh yeah i've really enjoyed it for sure i'm looking forward to playing the next one because uh he's like you gotta play shadow of mordor first and then oh play yeah the next one so i was like all right all right so well it's the better of the two games though oh as far as story goes i think they okay. made some improvements in the second one that's pretty good but what did you think of the nemesis system because that was kind of the first game that they ever introduced that where like you know, you're killing off orcs, but then they come back and they try and find you and murder you. <laughs> yeah, I caught on to that when I died after one. And then I was like, oh, shit, he's level seven now. Um, So <laughs> I didn't go back to him. But uh, I thought that was really cool. I kind of like that to where it challenges you. And uh, I know me and Hooch were kind of talking about that earlier this week where you kind of get this extra sense of um, achievement when you do beat them. Um, mm-hmm. So I... I thought that was really cool i haven't really played a game that incorporated that so this is a first for me but i'm looking forward to advancing and seeing how that plays out as i uh continue to meet more and more uh people and seeing how that how that you know progresses i told her about the the nemesis system based off of shadow of war yeah Mm -hmm. and how how that was awesome how that happened and how that played out and i gave i told her the story of how it impacted me where I had some random spear, poison spear, idiot orc kill me once. And throughout the course of the game, he managed to sneak up and kill me several times to the point where he became a very high level Mm -hmm. uh, general within the orc army. 
And then when I, and just how satisfying it was when I finally got a chance to hunt down and murder that fucker after he sniped me several times and killed me while I wasn't paying attention. Oh man. And look, it, it got so much crazier too in that second one, because I remember, especially when you're playing on like really high difficulties or on like, um, game, what do they call it? Game plus. What was it when you game play plus. the game the New second game time? Plus. New game plus. New yeah. that it was fucking insane that you'd be sitting there and like because each of those dudes usually has an army with them and you're like all right yep. this, this guy's nearby i'm gonna go murder that dude and like you're gonna get down to like the final three lieutenants as you're getting closer to like you know then i'm gonna kill the big guy and then you hear a oh kiss my ass you know there's another guy and you're like oh shit and then it just gets yeah. out of control because all of a sudden there's like four high level dudes that are just like you remember when you killed me like yeah i do fuck off and then like yeah it just goes <laughs> out of control like those fights were generally like thrilling in the sense that you know you, instead of just being a set it up you're like oh i've done this perfectly i've stealth killed like these eight guys i'm sneaking up i've just unlocked that ability where i can like one shot kill the main guy now and you're just about to pull this off and it just all goes to pieces and you're in pure reactionary mode those moments i always loved about those games really dynamic combat yeah one of the other things i do like about it is actually it made stealth um something worthwhile oh to, yeah to edit because when you actually went in and you if you didn't stealth in it made it very difficult mm. to complete the objective or to defeat everyone yeah because then eventually that. some some <laughs> orcs gonna ring the freaking bell and call oh. in reinforcements i know yeah, exactly so to to take advantage of thinning the herd and then going in for the kill yeah. is very satisfactory let's just say and it was a little bit harder hard to get way. back yeah, yeah it was a little <laughs> bit harder to get into stealth too like you mentioned assassin's creed i always hated that they're like, Ugh. you know, you jump off a roof and you stab a guy. It was like, oh, look, there's a killer over there. And then everyone chases you down. And then you're like, got nowhere to run because you're in a, like a, a blocking. It's like, oh, there's a haystack. And there's a guy two feet away from you. You just go, whoop. And he's like, yeah. oh, where could he possibly have gone? You know, it's, right. yeah, I always hated that. Well, yeah, it's other, too easy to get away. The other thing of uh, Shadow Mortar that I liked is being able to dominate the uh, Cargors because oh, yeah. the mounts for me in games are like, okay, what do I get to actually ride, you know? And mm -hmm. I was so excited just after – by the way, I kind of threw Valhalla out the window at about – I was like 70 hours in and I was just like, can you just tell me the ending? And I, yeah, I'm done with that game for now. I just got burnt mm -hmm. out. So with the mounts in there compared to here, I was so happy that A, he jumps off of shit and actually survives mm -hmm. and actually will jump off. And then he climbs stuff. So I was just like, oh my God, thank you, Lord. I can just literally make a beeline straight for where I need to go and you'll just dominate anything that's in your path. And he fights. Mm. So I was actually really happy about that. But yeah, coming from Valhalla where I was just burnt out from it. I was just stuck on it. And I'm like, oh, I get to play other games now. And I was really happy to have a really cool mount. So he looks ugly, but he's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really want to see more of that system uh, in these other games. Like, you know, being able to dominate and take things in and like specking into it but you actually did play another game this week that does have some of those same beats uh which was horizon zero dawn because obviously you can do a lot with the creatures in that universe yeah i really enjoyed that game um it was another recommendation by hooch because uh uh the next one's coming out here pretty soon so i wanted to make sure you know i backtracked and at least got some of the story so 
yeah, I went back and played that. I enjoyed the mechanics of the game. I was always trying to figure out what I could mount next. Um, <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like, oh, you can't. Aren't you can't, we all then? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, you cannot control that. And I'm like, damn it, I really wanted to. So I caught myself um, always trying to find something to ride because there is a lot of, um, at first, there's a lot of, you know, navigating the map and getting from point A to point B. But yeah, I really enjoyed that game. I kept finding myself, um, of course, comparing it to Valhalla because that was what was taking up a lot of my time. So I was like, Aloy is mm-hmm. no Eivor, that is for sure. She doesn't really have the hops. You kind of have to go. It gets a little linear in a certain path in a certain sense where you have to actually like climb up the mountain in a certain manner or navigate certain areas in a specific way. But um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the story. I kept telling Hooch like, oh, I think this is what's going to happen or I think this is happening. And it drew me in at a very early stage. And then when I found out actually what was going on, I was like, wow, this was actually a good twist. I liked this. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Yeah, that that story in that world, I loved a lot. I can't wait for that sequel. So yeah, amped. Yeah, I, I was, I, I, I kind of had, um, I don't know how much I can spoil of it, but I kind of had a feeling um about uh the gentleman that was helping her out and uh yeah when it got to the end i was like you son of a bitch i knew it (laughs) so i'm curious to see where they go with the second one and uh yeah i'm looking forward to it to come out for sure absolutely all right that is gonna do it for what we played and what we saw this week let's get into our weekly patron questions if you're up to helping us out tori oh yeah definitely now you picked a bad week because most of them seem to be centered on me. Um, but we'll try and we'll try and open it up a little bit. We'll try and open it up a little bit. So uh, Slim asked the question. We'll start with you, Tori. Would you rather talk like Yoda or breathe like Darth Vader? Oh shit! I would have to say breathe like Darth Vader. I've actually been a huge Darth Vader fan. Um, that was actually another thing that my husband and I watched. I hadn't actually watched like all but maybe one star wars movie probably like a month and a half ago um mm-hmm. so we like binge watch all of them and i fell in love with like darth vader uh, yeah mm-hmm. always go for the villain but uh yeah i'd have to say probably breathe like darth vader i don't know there's something about it hooch uh well let's see breathe like it uh that's a tough question because everybody could kind of understand yoda mm-hmm. although he does he does speak in weird cadence and sentence structure i'm a huge grammar nut so yeah i'm gonna go breathe, breathe with darth vader breathe right. like darth vader see i i actually will go breathe with darth vader as well is it number one it's kind of like you know having your own announcer anywhere you go like before you come into a meeting you're like oh shit man chris is here you know it's like your own you know and then the yoda thing as well i think could get you in trouble you know, I could imagine like if you were Yoda and like, you know, you get home, and your girlfriend's at the table going, are you fucking that girl? And you're like, do it. And she just starts punching you before you go, <laughs> I did not. You know, it's, <laughs> you're already you're already paying for it because you got the backwards thing. So, yeah, I'd say uh, breathing like Darth Vader, hands down for sure. Just because the problematic, not even just the voice, but uh, yeah. Although I could imagine your partner would hate you for it. Like, you know, although, you know, that heavy breathing might be better than snoring. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> um, 
so Tick basically says, piggybacking off that question, Chew, can you do a Yoda impression on the pod? So Yoda's not one of the ones I really used to do. I always end up like pivoting off into like a Kermit or a um almost like Batman-y voice, because he's kind of in between the two, right? Um, because everyone can do the whole like that's the easy part. Like, but then the whole <laughs> you either go too high, too Kermity, um, or it's too Batman gravelly. So um I'll give it a go though. So it's like do or do not. There is no try. So yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah a little bit good. too comedy. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You, yeah. Um, so well, Jackie two four six wants me to do the next three questions with different impressions. Um, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to go into the normal wheelhouse, or do you want me to do some different ones? Uh, I always like the normal wheelhouses. You have to do. Uh, you definitely have to do an optimist. All right. Well, do but if you want. Yeah. yeah, if you want to do one Optimus and then maybe kick out one new one and then, uh, yeah. Well, there's only three questions one. left, really. So okay. we'll, have to, we'll have to figure it out. All right, so we'll do Tick's question as Optimus then. So, uh, <clears throat> fuck, marry, kill. Who would you choose between Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, and Elon Musk? Whoa. All right, who's going first? Uh, go for it. One, E, two. Did I go first last time? I went first. Uh, no, no, Tori went yeah, first last time. I did go first. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Jesus Christ. what do we say? Musk? What was Musk, Gates, and Jobs? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I'm not a necrophiliac, so Jobs is kind of off the table for, <laughs> I guess, I guess Jobs will be killed. He's already dead. I yeah. cannot. So, <laughs> I'm not, I can't be convicted of murder, but the corpse is already there. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, Elon's a nut job. Uh, so that means he'd probably, yeah, I think it would have to be F. Elon, Mary Gates. Okay. Tori. Um, man. I would probably, I would switch the two. I would say F. Elon. Mm-hmm. Is that, that is that what you said? No, yeah, you said F Elon. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would yeah, say yeah. F Elon. Yeah, F Elon. Ah, but damn, marrying Bill Gates. Jesus, this is like a <laughs> lose lose scenario. <laughs> lose lose lose. Yes. Um. That's why. It's, that's why I said what it is. Yeah, I would say F Elon and marry Bill because I mean I don't have to necessarily F Bill. Maybe yeah. you know what I mean, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a tough one. I'm gonna stick with that. No, fair enough. I think I think all three is gonna answer this pretty much the same. So I would say, even if he still was alive, it'd be Steve Jobs to get rid of because yeah, he's been the one most engaged with like child labor, um, yeah. you know, Ooh, unpaying people, stealing credit for shit that other people did, like Wozniak. You know, yeah, um, people sort of hailed this guy as you know this kind of really you know, did a lot for people type thing, but not really. He sort of self-enriched himself and those around him. So I think that's a pretty easy, yeah, I'd, I'd get rid of that dude. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd marry Bill Gates because I don't really see him as a hyper-sexualized person. So I don't think I'd ever have to fuck him. You know what I mean? Like maybe a hand job a month for having billions of dollars of income. Right. I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? So yeah. And then Elon Musk, I mean, let's face it. You get to fucking space, son. You know what I mean? Like, there this, you is go. True. Yeah. this is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I would say the same. Uh, all right. So McFly's question. What have it got in the wheelhouse? Um, 
All right, let me try this. I haven't done this voice in a very long time, so I'm sure I'll fuck it up. Here we go. <clears throat> Who would you say is your favorite villain? I mean, there's really only one answer. <laughs> I already know what yours is. <laughs> then why don't you go first? Why don't you go first? Oh, oh mine's simple. Joker. Yeah. 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 I knew he was going to say that. And 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 not just any Joker, right? Uh, there, there has to be, I would say, uh, Mark Hamill's Joker and Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, Hamill's Joker because just like that maniacal laugh that kind of mm-hmm. conveyed whatever mood he was in. Yeah, it was just it was great. It was absolutely great. Uh, and then the, here's an idea for third impression: all three of us okay. should have a go at your best Joker laugh, Hammer, uh, Hamill style Joker. Oh Jesus! No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, come on, Team Sport, oh, let's do it. God. Come on, have a go. Oh boy, I don't. Uh, that's gonna wake everybody up in the house. Well, what um, better way to do it than a creepy maniacal laugh? I mean, they know what you like when you're playing GTA Five. They're used to it. Uh, I, I, I like to do the one that he did in Mask of the Phantoms. That that's what I like to see: a nice big smile. <laughs> that's pretty good. That was that's good. pretty good. I like I like the deep menacing ones that he does. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Yeah. What about you, Tori? Don't judge me. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Hooch knows this. I I don't want to say I'm on Hebrew side, but I've never really gotten into Batman. Mm-hmm. Judging, judging. I know. I know. <laughs> so to be honest with you, I don't even have like a basis of like Joker laughs. Like to be honest, I think mm-hmm. the only one that I've actually really seen is Dark Knight. And I don't right. even remember how long ago that was. So <sighs> shoot. I couldn't even tell you what a good laugh would be. Um, damn. Yeah, you can no, be, I don't. Nah, ah, ah, ah. I oh, know. I heard you guys reference that I was gonna say, yeah, you can cheap one. out yeah. after just that. Ah, 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 I've ah, heard you guys ah, always ah, reference that, and so I think that yeah. was one that I actually kind of heard in. Is that Justice League at the end when they're? Yeah. That because as soon as I heard that, I was like, ah, I think this is what they're referencing. Yeah. yeah and Suicide Squad, and yeah, he's just—it's the worst you. of the okay. Joker laughs. There's so much, there's so many Joker laughs, like all the way back to the original ones. But Hamill's the king because he does so many. Like he does the one like Hooch just did where it's all like the. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then he just kicks off. (laughs) You know, and then he's got the other ones where he starts off more sort of giggly, where he's like the. um, Actually, I think Ledger did one as well like that, where um, they're at the table and Batman's doing the whole, why do you want to kill me? And then he does that, Ooh, I don't want to kill you, you know? Yes. Yeah, exactly. that line, it was. I still love that transition. What would I do without you, you know? Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Yeah, yeah man. Um, I have to say it's probably Joker, but I mean, there's been some like crazy good villains over the years that just make you feel shit. Like I think Negan from Walking Dead in that first season when he came in, like mm-hmm. everyone was like, fuck you uh joffrey from game of thrones like you hated that kid they did such a good job of you look at that kid and go fuck you i would drown you in your sleep right yeah oh i have one from book um uh oh my god why am i forgetting her name holy crap yeah from the 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 harry potter books this is, I am embarrassed that I cannot remember her. Umbridge, thank you. I was God, about to say, Dolores Umbridge, yeah. Dolores Umbridge. She's, by the end of that book, I was like, please, somebody murder this bitch. Just fucking kill her. Please, just, just, yeah. Do it. 
It's funny how those books evolve where you like you start off hating Snape and then by the end of it you're just like, oh. Yeah. Like, oh, Snape. Oh. Yeah. For sure. Uh Jackie246 with the big questions. Uh, would you rather have eight octopus tentacles sticking out of your torso with no arms and legs, though you still have thumbs and pinkies at the end of each? Or five tentacles sticking out of your hand and legs instead of fingers and toes? Mm. So it's out of your torsos versus out of your hands and legs. Mm. Tentacles out of your hands and legs or out of your torso. But if, if it's out of my torso, do I still have arms and legs? Uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, no, it says so no, with, with no arms and legs, he's saying. So you're basically, oh, okay. so, a tor- you're basically an octopus, really. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, nah, I'd rather do it out of the hands. Of, I'd, I'd still have appendages. They would just, I would have like additional uh, adhesive surfaces and things. Uh, but I guess out of your torso, then I could truly be having eight arms like I was told growing up. Right. <laughs> do I want to know they, that? Right. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Makes it sound like you were super, super handsy. Yeah, we won't go any further than that. Right, we'll okay. just leave that alone. What about you, Tori? Yeah, I would say I'm going to go with the... Uh, so it's eight tentacles. Or you said five. So it's eight tentacles out of your, out of your torso, torso. But in uh-huh. that situation, you'd have no arms and legs. But at the end of each one, there would still be thumbs and pinkies. Or out of your existing hands and or legs, instead of... Or it should be means arms or legs. You'd still have fingers and toes, normal ones at the end of the tentacles. Yeah, I'm going to go that because, that, yeah, at least with that. I'm just imagining like I could do several things at once. Like, you know, like you can kind of like grab onto things. Yeah. Because um, I know I'm the type where like I like to carry 10 grocery bags up the stairs at once. So that seems like that would be very helpful. So, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I'd do the same. I'd take the five tiny tentacles out of the yeah. existing limbs. Um, mm-hmm. Because, yeah, obviously, you can reach shit further away. You can carry more stuff. I imagine, like, for climbing and holding on to shit, it'd just be Ooh. so much better. Could just force distribution, right? If, you give, mm-hmm. if you're distributing the weight of something between, you know, five tiny fingers or, you know, big surface areas of tentacles and shit, it must be easier to climb and... And do all sorts of stuff. And look, I mean, obviously, there's all the sexual implications. Um, <laughs> all the above, you know. So, uh, yeah. I think that's probably what I would go for as well. Now, this one, I don't know about. So, Grimnos is saying uh, to do an impression of Miss Piggy. Now, I wasn't a massive Muppets kid. So, I can barely remember what she sounded like. I She's just kind of like an effeminate um, Kermit, right? I would say so. Weren't they both both voiced by Jim Henson? I, I actually have no idea. It's one of my weak oh, spots. Okay. I remember watching like some Muppets here and there, but I was never really into like a Miss Piggy. I always felt like she was kind of like a, a cross between Mickey Mouse and Kermit the Frog. Kermit That's the Frog what was I was like, about to say. Hey, Kermit the Frog here. And then you had like uh, Mickey who was always like, ha ha. So what's in yep. between that? It's kind of like, this is going to sound terrible. Actually, you yeah. know what's funny? That little laugh you did sounded very much like a Miss Piggy laugh. Oh, well, then let's just call it a win then. That's uh, an impression. <laughs> <laughs> so what did that, what did the cross of that sound like? Kind of, uh, hur, hur, hur. um, it's like, a, it's like a, Kermit, Kermit, Kermit. I don't know. Somewhere in there. Let's say that's, that's done. Kermit. I have no she idea. Call him I, Kermit. Yeah. Oh, Kermit. I should have listened to it beforehand. Kermit? Yeah. You know. There you go. 
All right, so let's do a quick shout out to our patrons and then we'll wrap up for the day. So a massive thank you to all of you. We know it's challenging times and every month one of you subscribes, even for just a dollar. I can't stress uh, with the rate of spending on new tech that uh, Hooch and I have had for content, uh, every dollar counts. So um, <laughs> massive thank you to our supporters. So to Ox5, Batbutt, Connor L, Captain Jeepus, uh, Goat, Lunchbox, Alan K, Steve, Dave and Corey F. Thank you to all of you. To the fanboys, to Mad Dog Dudge Wreck, Commander H, uh, Unhinged, Flexipotamus, Matt Bloody, Simon L, uh, Incorrect User, Rockstar, Dan1387, Snorlax Hunter, JJ Orbitz, Curtis the Greek, Swain Hammer, uh, to Jamie, to X23, Debita Viking, Metalhead, Lili, Zateotech, Admirero, Chief, LFC Avenger, Tick, uh, thank you much to you, buddy, all of everything you do, uh, to Matches Malone, uh, Lucky Matty, PMAC, Masamune, Farm Geek, and of course, Tori, who just happens to be here right here, right now. Thank you to you. All right, then we have the dedicated. So to Nightside, Abyssarium, Captain Hammer, DJB, Morphine Dream, Cheetah, Hobbs, Tugganuts, Andrew G, Domino, Real East, Paul Puck, Beer God, Cravino, Mookie, Grimnos, Justin Beard, Gimme Scotch, K-Man216, Del Runnin, and Rum Ham. Thank you to all of you. And to the Multiverse Masters, the ones that really help us pay those bills down. To Agent Zero, Honeycombs, Silver Wolf, Bronzy, Jedi Matroza, Slim, J Shriver 138, Nil Wybird Wiley, Jackie 246, the Quixotic one himself, Lord Keen, to Moon, Judas, Fopsy Smopsy, Sparks, Dragus, Kane, Creative Name, McFly, Lil Scrappy Doo, Namzia, Bearded Rooster, and Blaff 06. And of course, the motherfucking Space Whale himself, to Della. Thank you very much for all you do. That's going to be it. So thank you very much to Tori uh, for hanging out with us today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. In fact, you can replace Hebrew anytime you want because <laughs> I think what we might do is like layer it like a sandwich. We'll have Hebrew come in and shit on everything. You can have like some nice positive stuff in the middle there and then we'll finish with him pooping on stuff again at the end. <laughs> nice, nice little shit sandwich, as they say. Love it, love it. And always love hanging out, mate. Seems like we've done everything together this week. We've done the pod together. We've watched it together. We've played games together. It's been a week, mate. Always a pleasure, Hooch. Oh, yeah. It's been fun. Absolutely. It has been a fun week. I like it. All right. So, look, if you have enjoyed this as much as we have, folks, uh, make sure to tell your friends about it. Rate and review over on Apple Podcasts. Uh, check out the YouTube channel. First video up in a long time at Alternate Reality on YouTube. And of course, if you really want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash A&R pod. Uh, you'll be able to hear the bonus Patreon games and join in on those. Uh, the bonus content we put out every week, live unedited versions, same day of recording of this podcast. Uh, we're really trying to put as much value in there as we can because we really appreciate you guys supporting us. So that's going to do it. I've been Chewbigger84 and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Cheers. <laughs>